from Atlantic City, New Jersey, Paris Island, South Carolina, BFE, Idaho, Parts Unknown, Colorado. This is the Art of Floundering Podcast. Wake and bake. Good morning. Today is the 14th of January. My name is Will Dick. This is the show. I want to say hi to Saturday Smoke, Doyle, Radio Parless. Peace and love. Good morning, everybody. I titled this show Brutal Reality Show because I really couldn't come up with another title. And this is what kind of came up yesterday. Trust me, we're not going to get into brutal reality. I'd rather get into escapism today. So today we're going to all pretend our lives perfect. By the way, I've got a new puppet character. And I don't really want to give a bunch of buildup. It's a new superhero. We call him Slider. Now, those of you on Podbean won't be able to see him, but imagine an animated Astro Glide fucking tube. And that's Slider. And look, man, if Slider needs to take off for trouble arises, he could even, hey, get away, all of you. Slider will shoot his Astro Astro Glide glue at the bad guys. So look, look for that as Slider, our new fucking superhero, man. Partners up with Super Duper Peachy King Kid and all the other good pals, man. To try to keep the streets free of hemp. And you potheads, I'm about, I'm going to tell you something right now, hopheads. Hey, potheads. Potheads, listen up. Isn't it time? Hold on, potheads. Don't you think it's time to start buckling down? It's Friday. Is life, is life some type of fucking game? Do you think life, look here. You get, look, tell your friends to get on this show. This is an intervention today. This is a wake-up call. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Good morning, everybody. Uh, good morning, good morning, good morning. Okay, so yeah, I've got a new, I've got a new superhero. I made him yesterday, and we'll we'll get into it. Don't worry, we got hours here, man. So we we uh, I was you know sitting in the doctor's office. And I'm going, what can I do with this time? And I go. I don't know how it hit me. I, I've always wanted to have a corporate partnership with Astroglide. I wanted to be able to work with a dispensary and Astroglide. That's where I see if, if we hit the big time, man, I want to say, hi, my name's Will Dick. Due to our partnership with Astroglide, man, we are, anyway, but we do. His name is Slider. I'll put him out here. And I know you guys can't see. We are streaming. If you want to take a look at Slider, it's on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. There he is. You get away or I'll shoot my petroleum jelly goo at you. Don't worry. Don't worry. There'll be plenty of slider, man. So, <laughs> Squirty. It's a good point. Radio Parless said he's happy I didn't go with Squirty. Hey, a couple things in the news, and then we'll kind of get back to, you know, not really giving a shit. Um, hey, once again, we're a collection of douchebags out there in the world. You know, let's all try to show good karma. Regardless of whether or not we agree or disagree with somebody, let's not wish them dead. Let's all be good people. Let's just work on that, man. Apparently, Glenn Beck has COVID. I'm not a fan of Glenn Beck. I find him to be a douchebag. Um, I find him to be a grifter. I think Glenn Beck will fucking rip you off. I think his nonprofits are all corrupt. I think Glenn Beck is not a good person. However, I don't want to see the guy fucking die. All right, so come on, let's draw the line. You can, we can disagree, we can all that, but let's not wish one another's death, man. Karma is a bitch, man. All right, so anyway, it's just more proof what good people we can all be, right? This is why they, they, the government doesn't want us to have weed. 
and I'll tell you why. I'm not look. You, you, this is this. I'm getting ready to drop truth, man. So if you if you want to live in an echo chamber and can't handle truth, go go somewhere else. Go go to the make believe podcast, man. Because here we're gonna break down truth today. The government doesn't want you to have weed because they know deep down if you have weed then you might get along with even the biggest assholes that are in this world and we can't have that haven't you guys figured it out by now we cannot have coexistence there's just if you really want to shake things up there radicals how about getting along you, you want to fucking throw everybody for a fucking loop fucking pull that number up man the press wouldn't know what to fucking do man they, they, they continue to have news stories on themselves. Hey, man, in today's news, we're going to be so fucking narcissistic that we're going to do more stories about us because we're the press and we're the news. No, you're a collection of douchebags and people in high school that nobody would listen to. You were the good English students that were fucking lame. And you weren't picked in kickball. So now it's your big shot. You can say something. People watch you. You really matter what you have to say. So why don't you spew whatever kind of bullshit that comes into your fucking head, man, and perpetuate this bullshit to where we're wishing fucking one another death on social media. Man, fuck that. Life is so fucking short, man. Do you really want to let fucking some du- some other douchebag live in your head so much, man, that you're going to take time out of whatever you got going on and go on some thread and go, hey, fucker, I hope you die. <laughs> uh, you know, then again, we had a guy call the show yesterday. He's a really seemed like a nice guy, man. But he had this fucking totally fucking cuckoo fucking story, dude. And I was thinking... And then he goes, hey, I've been on, he starts listening, fucking dipshit patriot one, two, and three fucking podcasts. And I'm sorry that offends you. I'm not trying to be offensive. But this is not, this is not a patriot fucking podcast there, douche. This is, but this is not a woke podcast. I mean, I, you know, I don't know about listening to this would fucking make you believe that I want to get into your fucking conspiracy theory bullshit. But since you decided to get into it, here was his fucking story. All right. I want to remi- remind everybody that I am apolitical. So if I ever fucking seem like I'm defending somebody that's a politician, it's because I, I don't really give a fuck. All right. So it- it's like this. He goes, um, Obama It's in a thread. He's going off. I can tell he's deranged. He's getting ready to do number string theory on me. And he goes, Obama is holding on to my money, man. And I and I like an asshole. I entertain it. And his story is he was get 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 this. It's all true. Four hundred and eighty million dollars was his inheritance. And Obama was personally keeping him from it. So Obama can benefit. And I said, Okay, dude. You, so you you got a half a billion coming to you. How did this come? Uh I'm an indigenous king. My parents were in world banking. And I had an uncle that was was into bank. No, my parents were into banking. And I go, they were into banking, huh? Okay. Okay, so what, what do you mean by that? And he goes, well, my uncle was, was real big in world banking. So that was this guy's story. And I tried to politely, because there's two different ways to go. One is really rip on him, ha, 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 you know. But that, I'm like, okay, the dude's obviously fucking, to me, fucking not there, right? But not full-on crazy, but just borderline. 
just like, you know, I can run with this or I can't run with this. It depends on the reaction I get from public. And then the guy goes, he goes, well, it's all true. And I was, and like I said, then he lists fucking, you, you name it, man. Conspiracy theory podcast, dipshit. I live in mom's basement, so I'm going to fucking w- rail at the world fucking podcast. Hi, I'm a gigantic simp who's really angry at the world, so I'm going to make excuse, you know, it's that kind of thing. This Patriot podcast, that, and all these fucking quote patriots, man. Don't even get me fucking started on those fucking ass clowns, man. You know, I'm a fucking patriot. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. What have you done there, patriot, besides fucking attack the Golden Corral buffet line? You know, maybe maybe if you would fucking go at life with the same intensity that you're hitting that fucking Golden Corral line, maybe you wouldn't be in mom's basement with your patriot podcast angry at the fucking world, man, because they didn't give you a fair shot. And it's not your fault. It must be whose. I don't know. It's Trump's fault or it's Obama's fault. It's everybody else's fault but me. Well, look, here's my take. And we're going to get off this and get back to Slider because we're going to do a puppet show this morning, guys. That's right. And don't worry, for yous on Podbeam, for youans, I'll give you quite visuals even during the sex scenes. I'll make sure to, to, to create a, a visual with my words, man, so you don't miss anything. But anyway, so I'm thinking seriously, deep down, what would be the motivation to have an obviously fucking deranged fucking dude with a batshit fucking crazy story on your thing other than to either fucking just goof on him, which is fucked up, right? Or, you know, feed into this fucking ridiculousness, man, without any logic. Like, I just, one question, he couldn't answer, well, everything was they, them, uh, you know. It's like, dude, and, and I feel bad because, you know, the guy, he seemed like a decent dude, man. Look, we, I believe in some pretty crazy shit, dude. Like, for example, I, I sincerely believe, and I know this is insanity, but I believe, I, I remember being born, dude. And for my entire life, I've remembered that. And I know that's insane. You know, I know that's probably some bullshit chemical reaction that fucking happened. Some little ketamine trip when I was three. Speaking of ketamine, up on the Art of Flounder and Podcast YouTube page, for those of you that like to listen to people trip, there's the ketamine therapy installment number four. I remind everybody that on these, I just include audio, no visual. I don't think, you know, I'm okay with people hearing this. You know, but I need a little bit of deniability for when I run for Congress after my back injury. I've already got a lot to explain. Hey, Will Dick, because I'm thinking about running for office, and I'm not shitting you guys. I think I'm going to. Uh, I, I won't win. I will never, because look, I don't think America wants a candidate that's openly fucking injecting weed on a fucking live stream while doing a filthy puppet show, especially what we're getting ready to say today. I would think that the puppet show I'm probably going to get into, which it's, it, we're going to make it up as we go along, but something tells me with a character that is an Astroglide doll, an Astroglide tube that I've animated, he's got eyes, he's got an orange afro. Let me describe him to you guys. We're going to pull him out right now. This is Slider. Hey, Slider. Hey, America. Hold on. Hold on, Hold on Slider. Slider, I got, him, I got him set up to fly and everything. There's Slider, man. Hey, Slider. Hey, America. Look here. I'm here to grease the skids of justice. Okay, kids, that's right, man. So if you think you could get away with a bunch of mayhem out there, you better be careful, man, because Slider will come at you. And Slider can even fly, dog. Check it out, man. I've been here's his takeoff. 
up, up, and away. He his propulsion system is shooting out the fucking the goo out of his fucking tube, and that's how he flies, man. And so look. If you watch this, not only will you get entertained, like, holy shit, I didn't know Astroglide had so many usage, but we'll learn a little bit about physics. We'll learn about propulsion systems. So what a great way to teach the kids, man. Hey, kids, you want to learn about fucking physics? Yeah, you bet I do. Okay, come on out, Slider, to talk to the kids. Hey, kids, it's your good pal, Slider. In between fight and crime, I like to talk to the kids, man. Oh, golly gee, it's Slider. Okay, kids, today's show. Let's get ready, all right? Are we ready? What kind, what kind of trouble do we have in this world that Slider needs to take care of? Let's see. Let's go to the news. I don't, you know what? I'm going to let the news dictate where the story goes. Are you guys ready? I'm going to go to the headlines, man. And whatever the headline is, and I'm not going to fucking cherry pick. The only thing I'm going to stay away from is fucking anything to do with fucking, like, political candidates, guys. I can't get into that shit, okay? The only time I bring out fucking presidents, they're dead presidents, and they're all smoking weed, man, so I'm equal with all of them. I just, let's just keep this apolitical and remember that fucking getting over that shit is, like, what it's all about. Here we go. All right, here we go. Let's see what we got here. By the way, batshit crazy is totally okay. Ah, fuck, I need to get a Putin puppet, dude. Okay, here's a headline. The U.S. has information that Russia is pre- preparing to conduct a false flag operation in the Ukraine to create a pretext for invasion. Okay, that's our premise. I told you that's what I would do. Now, look, I'm not prepared. I don't have a Putin puppet. So Putin's going to be off screen in this particular puppet show. Here we go. Now, if you're, like I said, this is streaming. So if you can't watch it, it'll be up there on YouTube, and I'll edit this, you know, so you don't have to sit through me talking. Okay, here we go. Let me see what kind of sets I have here. So our premise is a false flag operation, and Putin's involved, man. So Putin is up to mayhem. Here we go. Dun, 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 dun. All right, so we go to our sets, kids. Oh, oh, fuck yeah. Here we are. Here we are. All right. Boom. Here we are in downtown America. Seems pretty safe because here in America, they don't, we don't fall for false flag operations or anything like that because we are a critical thinking fucking population. Oh, really? That's right. Hang on. I'm getting ready to bring him out. You goddamn right. That's Hank, man. He's the fucking host of the fucking uh, Land of Make Believe Patriot podcast. Yes, right. Goddamn it. Here in America. Here, America, I'll tell you right now, world bankers, world bankers, are, they have all my money because they're trying to make, that's right, that's Hank. Okay, so now, that's, that, here we are in America, man. Let's just fucking get away from that. And so, as you can tell, there's kind of an eerie feeling, man, because Russia, to support their false flag operation, man, has partnered up with Kim Jong-un to infiltrate the United States with North Korean Kush. That's right, man. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the weed pusher, man. That's right. Hold up. I'm slinging. I'm rolling with Putin now. And Putin doesn't play any games, man. We're here to carve out territory, more territory for North Korean Kush. Hey there, weed pusher, man. I thought you knew that that North Korean Kush is not good hemp, dude. A lot of the kids have been complaining that it's got rather psychedelic qualities to it. Just then, man, an unhappy Kim Jong-un. Uh-oh. Kim Jong-un does not look fucking happy, kids. 
He's like, what the fuck? Who the hell? Who the hell's messing with the my North Korean Kush market? Yeah, motherfucker. We ought to kick your ass. Oh, no. I'm being threatened by an unhappy Kim Jong-un. Here's the story, guys. An unhappy Kim Jong-un and the weed pusher are threatening me, man. I need help. Just then, just then, get ready, kids. Slider. Oh, my gosh. We need a new kind of hero for this one. Hey, you rat bastards. Hey, everybody. It's Slider. The, Ash, the, the, the Astroglide superhero. <laughs> ah! Get ready. Kim Jong-un goes, hey, fuck you. Fuck you, weak American. You Americans don't know innovation. I, I, I would never be surprised. You're just, a, you're just a plastic tube. You can't do anything to me. Just then, Slider said, that's what you think, communist. All right, here he goes. And then Slider does this, dude. Here he goes. Here he goes. Get him, Slider. Gosh darn it, Slider, please get him. Okay, then Slider's going to attack him with a special goo. And he's shooting it right at Kim Jong-un, kids. Here he is. Slider is shooting his goo at Kim Jong-un. Right there. All right. So there's our setup. All right, we'll get back to this, man. Let's just talk to Slider. I, I don't really want the pressure of fucking having to come up with something. I'd rather just sit here and fucking have random conversation. Anyway. Look, what I'm trying to say is... We're launching in, in season five, and in preparation, in, I'm going to have surgery in about two months. I'll get the official date, but the over-under is two months, and I'm going to take right at two months. So between now and then, I, my, my brain, my pain level is going to be next level. And we're going to do whatever we have to do during that time. To fucking not focus on it. Because we're coming up to the vision. Hopefully the finish line of this fucking nightmare. So point being. <clears throat> I understand that that slider superhero character. May be hard. To get right now. But please give us time. Because we'll put slider's life into context. I think after. I'm going to work on something. For, you know. With slider. But I just thought it'd be cool. And like I said. He can fly. And I've got, I've got a man. Let me see if I can find. It. I got a takeoff one. It's really cute, man. And he even hovers, man. He even hovers if you know if there's trouble, he'll hover. So, can you imagine Slider with Super Duper Peachy King Kid? Man, those two together, man. You can forget about it. That they, they, they will take care of this fucking marijuana addiction problem, man. I was at my potaholism meeting last night. And I was telling everybody, and I, th I figured I'd share some of it. They asked me to speak, man. They said, you've, you've put together some clean time off this narcotic. And I said, yeah, man. And they said, would you come to our Potaholics Anonymous? We have a speaker meeting tonight. We'd like you to share your, your journey. And I said, oh, hell yeah, dog. So I let them know, man. I'm like, yeah, man. It's a disease. If you, if you struggle, and I got a feeling Saturday Night Smoke probably struggles from Potaholics. And that's okay. I'm not trying to shame you, man. I'm just trying to say it's a disease. And you don't have to beat yourself up, man. There's just no cure for it, though. That's the problem, man. You know, you suffer from potaholism. For those of you, those for those of you that decided instead of waking up this morning and turning to the good book, that you decided to go ahead and turn to fucking weed. Well, look, man, you're not an apostate. You're not. You're not off the mark. You have a disease, dude. That's all. That's all. That's why you're lighting up and rejecting his word. But look, dude, 
the, one of the main reasons we suffer from potaholism is we've got loads that we're carrying. We all know this shit. I've got one. I'm not. I'm not afraid to say it. There have been times in life where the load has been so large I didn't know where to fucking drop it. I was like, I can't. I can't just fucking unload here, right? You guys know. But who? But then I go, who's really can handle this load? It's become too cumbersome for me to even handle on my own. You ever think about when that time comes, coming unto him, dude, and bringing forth that load and dropping it upon him? He's waiting. I think you'll find that after you drop that load, you'll get a confirmation from the Spirit saying, dude, I've been waiting a long time for that load. Why don't you feel free to drop loads on me anytime you need to, 24-7. I'm here. It's why I'm here, to take your loads, dude. And if you got friends, bring them. All of you can drop your loads on me at the same time, man. Whatever it takes. I just want to be here to take your load, dude. So, guys, please. Well, I guess what I'm saying is you don't have to suffer in silence with this thing. You don't have to fucking struggle with waking up and having the morning so dark that you've got to turn to your fucking bong. Instead of the good book and the scripture and the word. Or how, how about this? How about this? I bet your company has a pretty gosh darn exciting assignment you can do, and maybe you can help improve efficiency. Wouldn't that be a better alternative than smoking weed? Wouldn't you rather Wouldn't you rather take a look at a performance metrics and find a way to streamline fucking work processes and make that fucking more efficient? Wouldn't that give you a more sense of accomplishment than grinding your fucking narcotic and putting it into your fucking marijuana injection devices? I'm asking you guys to wake up, man. Life is not a joke. Quit frolicking around. It's time to buckle down, get a haircut, get a real job, man. We need to all start participating and do our part because, gosh darn it. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say, I guess we can sum up the first 26 minutes of this podcast is the medical weed that I purchased in Colorado is effective at doing its job. Now, marijuana for me does not rid me of pain all of our all of us fellow fucking abusers of this narcotic understand that marijuana is not an opiate we understand marijuana compartmentalizes shit it allows me to exist within a plane of fucking people that are losing their fucking minds through a combination if we're fucking naturally crazy already and life is a series of keeping all those fucking crazy fucking impulses under control. And all this social distancing. So, you know, fuck, man. We're, we're fucking losing our mind. I'm, I'm here to tell you. The day is coming. The day is coming when dudes are going to be t- bragging about fucking Zoom dates, man. It was great, dude. After we got our text on, we took it next level with Zoom. Dude, you're a player. How many, how many, how many, how many people have you Zoomed? Every day, man. I'm, I'm, I'm in demand. I mean, Jesus fucking balls. Titty fuck Christ, man. I'm 56. I know I'm old. There was a time, guys. Get, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hip you to something. There was a time. When you could get rejected in the in the real world, dude, as opposed to online, you can I say no, but anyway, 
so here in Colorado, the particular slice of heaven, so to speak, I'm in, is not what people think of when they think of Colorado. They think of the ski slopes or the fucking potheads and everybody just existing in this beauty of fucking everybody high kind of thing, granola head kind of shit, boulder, right? But then there's where I'm at, which is Idaho, Colorado, man. I'm having Idaho flashbacks here. I moved back to Colorado in May, and I'm having fucking southern Idaho flashbacks, dude. I mean, it is, it is interesting. It is an interesting area. It's an int- I'm, I'm actually thankful to be able to, because it's not my perspective. And uh, so I'm trying to understand. And I think I've got, I think I understand, and I'll tell you why. I befriended somebody, not really. I ran across somebody here in town. I, I think I talked about him before, and I don't want, now that, I, now that what's happened's happened, I'm not going to use his name, okay? But it was a guy that was just, I was driving around. I can't get out much because of my back, but I was driving around, and I saw this crazy dude that was just st- standing in a parking lot rapping to himself. So I go over and I talk to him, and I said, what the fuck is your story? And he starts telling me his dream is to be a rapper. And I'm like thinking, here we are in Idaho, Colorado. And here's this fucking 40-year-old white dude that's got a dream of being a rapper. This is an interesting fucking guy to probably get how he got here, right? So my wheels are spinning. And I'm thinking it would be interesting to have this because it's interesting to me. Okay, dude, let's talk about your path, all right? So that's the setup. So two, two nights ago... I get an email. I said, how we, how we, how we decided to uh, stay in contact, I said, let's just do Facebook. It's just fucking easier, right? So this is random Facebook friend. We all have them, right? And that, that, that was the, exist, the content of it. Um, I sent, uh, he sent me a message like three weeks ago, like, dude, I'm rapping this afternoon. And then I sent the message back. My back is really fucked up. You know, I'm not blowing you off, but let me get through my surgery and we'll, 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 we'll get together. Until then, man, just do your fucking thing, right? So I get this fucking email. Uh, I'll read it to you because I don't want to misquote. All right? So there we go. Hang on. Let me go to, let me go to my messenger here, man. So I get this email. Bear with me. Oh, there it is. <clears throat> it goes, I know this is asking a lot. But, okay, first it goes, uh, Will, this is so-and-so's wife. And then I could already fucking tell, inherently, I, I may be old, but something that comes with old is you can, you can tell from Jump Street when there's a hustle going on. And already I know there's a hustle. My response, okay, I know this is asking a lot, but is there a possibility that you'd be able to co-sign? For his bond so he can be released. No. And then I'll, we'll get into the rest of it. But um, so I'm like, look, man, it, it, I, I kind of she tried to guilt me out with this. Well, I, I'm so sorry. You know, and I said, well, look, I said, you, you don't even know who I am. I'm, I can't walk right now. I'm waiting for a fucking surgery. You know, I've been like da 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 da, and so you're gonna come out of the blue 
and fucking, you know, run a fucking puzzle on me, man. Go fuck off, you know. But they, uh, so anyway, so I guess people get, they, they get to a certain point where, and I understand this, especially riding around that cab with my grandfather in Atlantic City, getting back, this all ties into us, man, in that, oh, geez, we got so many people that are leaving work and the economists can't figure it out. We talked about this a couple of days. The economists can't figure out. People aren't, people are leaving work because they're tired of dealing with people because we are a fucking pain in the ass. And we pay people, the people, the people that have to deal with us all the time get paid the least amount of money. And every day they got to deal with our shit. And so think about it. If, you know, just use stats, guys. The probability of somebody snapping, the more in contact you come with people. So if you, if you come in contact with hundreds of people a day, you're definitely going to fucking run across several fucking assholes. Daily. And then you're working a job like that. And then you got some dipshit fucking visionary CEO or something. And they want to fucking get you on board with the fucking corporate culture and all that other fucking shit. And you're like, and fuck you, douchebag. You're playing golf. You're fucking sitting there with the other fucking suits. And I was one of those clowns. And you're fucking staffing. And he said, trust me, ain't nothing going down in there except fucking avoiding doing shit. All right. And so it, there, there ain't nothing like fucking corporate politics, dude. So anyway. So there ain't nothing going on in there. So people are like, well, fuck this bullshit. I'm out. Uh, economists, gosh, we can't really kind of understand the economic indicators. Well, we can. Us potheads can. Because we know we're assholes. That's probably why. The deci- my decision to stay with pot, to, to, to decide that pot, you're going to be a part of my fucking staple the rest of life, is because not only is everyone else... Has, there's a lot of assholes out in the world, but I'm one of them. And, and, and I got to spend a lot of time with myself. And so that means I got to tolerate my own company. And I'm already an asshole. So weed helps me get that. But anyway, you've got choices to go because people can be fucking exhausting. You know, you want to you wanna fucking believe you do. You want to believe that we're inherently good and that all of you, you do, Right. And then it's fucking hustle after hustle after hustle after hustle. And it's really tough. It's really tough not to, not to go the other way and say, fuck people. Which I did. I did do that. I said, fuck people. I don't need them. I, I, they, who's helped me? Right? Kind of thing. So I was right there with, you know, some of this attitude. But then... But then, guys, here's reality. I'll be brief. My ketamine trip, at least five people were directly, indirectly helping me. The surgeon's office, there was at least 20 people working there that were directly or indirectly helping me. Then there's my fucking pain PA. Then there's the fucking, all the people that do the tests and shit. Then there's the people that work at the pharmacy. Then when I do this fucking surgery up, and it's all the fucking people that are going to be in Denver. I estimate it's about a thousand fucking people that are either going to be directly or indirectly helping me out through this back injury. And get this, I would imagine, because I've had to just fucking be embracing sanity to fucking survive this fucking injury and all this fucking hell. Right, so how do I get through it? I'm fucking go to my, the insane place in my head, where all the fucking reality is not as real as it is. 
And I know that's fucking crazy town. And I know that if I get through this, which I think I'm going to, that I'm going to have to fucking deal with that. It's probably going to take more than a thousand people to directly or indirectly help me fucking get back into the world. The point being, you're fucking, we're being assholes to the same people. We're going to fucking need to help us. So we got to start getting over some of this fucking ridiculous fucking minutia bullshit that's fucking, I mean, you know, it's, you have at it, man. Argue about fucking whether or not the earth is flat and all these fucking things and feel good because you really fucking told somebody off on social media and all that shit. But the fucking people you're railing against, I guarantee you, you know, and this is just little old me with my little old bullshit. You know, you start multiplying that and there's people with way bigger fucking problems than mine. And so, you know, it's just, it's just to me, and this isn't fucking hippie wokeism, man. This isn't, hey, man, you know, let's not marginalize one another and put the trauma. No, man, it's not hippie wokeism. This is just common fucking numbers, dude. This is statistical fucking bullshit. I'm actually dropping people, I'm dropping a logical argument for not being a fucking asshole. And not being a divisionist and not fucking continuing this diatribe of division. Because the same people you douchebags are railing against, we're going to need. So you don't have to buy into it. I'm not dropping a fucking ideological argument. I'm just dropping fucking logic, man. But I, but I know that some people tend to deal with reality by rejecting logic. And that's okay. You don't have to, we don't have to agree with how we see the world. That's why pot's such a beautiful thing. See, somebody could be totally say, fuck you. You're, you're, everything you're saying is bullshit. And I'm like, you're probably right. You want to get high? Sure. And pff, there you go. Argument, drama over. Not to agree with one another. Good golly gee. The dogs are going ape shit, man. Because these fucking deer are on steroids here. If you want to come to Colorado, man, the fucking deer are like rats here. It is not cute to feed these motherfuckers, man. I, I want there to be bow hunting, fucking anti-aircraft missile fucking season on these fuckers, dude. Fucking, I, I don't hunt myself, but you're more than welcome, if once it's allowed, to fucking blast these motherfuckers into the resurrection, dude. Because the, one of these motherfuckers is going to fucking, and they're dumber than dog shit, man. I mean, they'll fucking, like, run into cars. It's almost like they're looking... I think what the deer are doing, they're trying to get an insurance settlement, man. They're tired of foraging. They're going, like, fuck this shit, man. Every day I'm fucking... Have to go, I'll fucking eat this, eat that, and run away. I got people fucking chasing me. I can't deal with this shit, man. You know what you can do? Some of these cats got some pretty good insurance, man. They run into you, man. You get yourself one of them sweet fucking settlements. Good call. And it's just these fucking deer. They're like, if you can watch these videos and fucking where people are just like jumping in front of cars to try to pretend and get insurance. Well, dude, that's what these deer are doing. It's just a matter of time, man. I mean, I, I, I drive when I leave here. I'm driving like two miles an hour, man. Because look, a deer right now with me, I'm dead if I get in a fucking wreck, man. It's fucking done. All right. And so, you know, it's like, come on, dear. So look, what I'm saying is just keep your eye on Colorado. For those of you that like venison, man, because there's going to be an ample fucking supply once they fucking finally clue the fuck in and say, hey, man, maybe just maybe we got an over fucking deer population problem when the motherfuckers are just they're just rolling down street downtown like a fucking street gang, dude. 
I mean, it's just like, what the fuck is going on, man? You're just trying to, I'm just trying to get high and deal with fucking people, man. And now I got, now I got to deal with deer fucking roaming up and down Main Street on top of that. It's like, what kind of fucking hillbilly fucking existence have I moved into, dude? What is this? It's not cute. Don't give me this. Oh, golly, gee whiz, look at the deer. No, dude, you get the fuck. You, you'll you lose that shit real quick, dude. I'm telling you right now, that, that shit's for a postcard or a social media post where you're trying to fucking lie about how perfect your life is. Golly, gee, look at all perfect me. I wake up every morning to this. Oh, golly, gee, Sally, your life is perfect. Meanwhile, Sally's having a meltdown because hubby keeps fucking doing these late night trips to quote the drugstore when the truth is he's going to the local steaming cream to get his fucking happy ending on. Then he comes back and he lies to fucking Sally. Deep down, Sally knows the truth because hubby's showed no interest in Sally for the past five years. They're trapped in a loveless marriage, i.e. the suburban dream, dude. They're fucking right in that fucking suburban dream. Let me tell you something about that fucking suburban dream. Every bit of it sucks. Every bit of it's a fucking, it's, it's a handcuff. It's a fucking, they're shackles, dude. So buy into it. Get your fucking suburban dream on, man. I reject it. Biggest mistake of my life was buying into that fucking narrative. Oh, okay. I'm going to go be a corporate douchebag, man. And fucking, and, and get an HOA. Oh, fuck that shit, man. That, that, is, that is the opposite of fucking punk rock. All right. So don't. Oh, back in the day. Well, this ain't the fucking day, dude, because right now you're living a suburban dream. And we know what that is, man. That sucks, dude. You're you're having conversations with your neighbors about what they're doing to edge their lawn. Think about that. Or get this. You're sitting around work and I'm a guy. So this is a dude thing. So I apologize. But you're sitting around the fellas from work and you're talking about what you're doing to get fiber in your system. Those are fucking those are suburban dream conversations. Hey, Biff. Hey, man, I see. And, and you do. You'll sit there. I've, I've had fucking legit conversations about what I'm doing to get fiber in with a, and it's serious, dead on, you know, and rapt attention. We're just fucking really into this fucking fiber thing. And I'm like, nowhere else but the suburban dream would you have these kind of fucking conversations. Can you imagine the fucking Rolling Stones or, I mean, you know, back in the day? This is not a rock and roll conversation, man. This is not a fucking conversation if you are fucking, you know, got any kind of street savvy. So the suburban dream, dude, uh, it, you know, your mileage may vary. Um, it's not for me. All right, let's see where we're at. Hey, Kristen. Hey, uh, thank you so much for the love, Kristen. And you know what? I, you'll just have to deal with it, I suppose. Kristen says I talk too fast. You're lost. I'm lost. Let me see. I'm looking at. Am I lost, I, Kristen? I don't know. Are you lost? I don't think you're lost. We're all lost, don't you think? I think it's. I think it's wise to admit that we're lost. I I realized that on my ketamine trip. I know you are, Kristen. I'm busting chops, man. When I was on my ketamine trip, seriously, there's something I've noticed about ketamine. And look, I'm no ketamine expert. I've only done four of these. And full disclosure. It's for chronic pain, and um, it works. But um, there is a, you know, following these fucking things. I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, it's a pretty heavy day. It's not like you get done with a ketamine trip and go, okay, man, let's go. I, I, it, my mind is zapped for the day. But the pain's better, right? So um, anyway, but what's weird about the ketamine trips is it's always like there's, 
There's always like a, it's like it's like Sesame Street with today's letter and number, but it's like today's color and weird fucking machine elf will be. You know what I mean? So it's it's always like you know like the last trip was purple, but this week's red was the primary color that was my vibe, and I got pissed off at red because I'm like red's not an ima- I mean any of this just strict red, green. You know that's like that's like vanilla. That's like there's no thought to that. You know, and I'm like, let's 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 at least have an. If I'm gonna fucking go through, see, this is where my head's going on ketamine. I'm having these fucking debate about why reds. You know, why can't my fucking trip pick a more fucking vibrant color or something more ma- innovative than just fucking mailing it in with all oh, fuck it red. You know, and so, but anyway, so you, there's usually a color that's the primary thing, at least on my trips, right? And there's always like, you know, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't fucking hallucinate on this shit unfortunately because it would be kind of not i really do want to meet the machine elves i've yet to see these fucking motherfuckers that i hear about that the kids talk about you know what i think i think they're all posers man i i i think they're they don't know what the fuck they're talking about because i haven't seen well i just haven't seen the machine elves but that's okay because this is what i'm here this is what i'm trying to tell you is i am on board with um at least for pain and I'll tell you, you know, you, you probably have picked up on the fact that I might have a few issues. It, you know, maybe just a few, um, but it helps with that mental shit, dude, right? And so, I mean, I, I, I think, uh, you know, if things go the way they're supposed to, and I'm trying not to let my head go there, okay? I can't. And it, it, to answer Kristen's question, it is, I do talk fast when I'm in a lot of pain. And I I don't like that I do that, but I do. And that's how I deal with it because it, it is it is unbelievable. And so a lot of times I'll smoke a lot of weed and I'll and I'll get on a run and I'll I'll, I'll let my what I do is this is and, it's, and it, this is going to sound weird, but this is why I started doing puppets because there's a, a ridiculous filthy puppet shows. I went to that because it helps me get to a place in my head that helps me compartmentalize pain. And a place is this. It's like you got, for me, I've got to go to this place in my head like when you're a kid and nobody's judging you and you're playing, right? And, and you're playing alone. So you can make up your own fucking shit without, yeah, it's not the way you do it, you know, and all that bullshit, right? So, and so I try to go that place in my head and just free my mind as best I can and just give myself the freedom to hope I'm not going to say anything in this fucking world that's cancelable and just go and it helps compartmentalize pain it does it believe me it's fucking still horrendous but i'm not like for whatever time i'm doing that i'm not fucking sitting there it's a break from god damn this sucks god damn it keeps getting worse oh fuck man my life really sucks when am i gonna you know i'm never gonna do this again i'm never gonna do that again those kind of things because those kind of things start feeding on you and uh you know Everybody expresses resilience in their own way. And I think, uh, unfortunately, man, I don't think there's a book that's going to, you know, that's going to be able to give you fucking resilience skills. Unfortunately, I think you just got to get crapped on. It's like skating. You know, you just got to do it. You just got to, you know, I suppose if I were to offer any fucking life advice as an old man is to not fucking look at bad times as like fucking you did something wrong or punishment or all this kind of shit, you know, 
maybe to kind of flip the script and look at them. It's just part of the rhythm of life because, you know, fuck, dude. It's going to be one fucking drama after another. And so that can consume you. And, you're, you know, it's, a, it's, it's what I call mental apologetics. But anyway, enough of that. We'll get back to weed in a second. Speaking of weed, $50 an ounce medical weed in Colorado. So um, I'm not as, like, it's still... Uh, you know, still, I, I still resent the fact that I, I have to go through this ridiculous fucking checks and balance process. And I resent the fact that I can smoke this. As a disabled vet, I can smoke this here in Colorado. But don't dare fucking take it to fucking Kansas. Because apparently in Kansas, they have the cure to my spinal injury. And I don't need this. So maybe I've got it wrong. Maybe what I should do is move to these states that don't allow even medical weed because they probably fucking have the cure. They probably have a cure for what, what my ailment is. So that's what, that's, that's what I need to do. So anybody out there is like, like if you're terminal, like cancer or something, right, and you're having to fucking use weed for fucking chemo and all the fucking ravages that motherfucking shit does to you, right? Well, look, man. You don't have to suffer anymore. Apparently, there are states that got a cure of what you're dealing with. Why don't you head out there? Because we got a lot of people that know about medicine fucking implementing policy for us. So why don't we fucking, you know, DEA is really good at that. Boy, the DEA's got the best set of fucking doctors I've ever seen, man. Just look at the fucking suicide rates for fucking national pain patients. And compare that to the fucking number of fentanyl deaths. Boy, the DEA's really been going after the right fucking thing, haven't they? Tax dollars well spent, America. See, meanwhile, what for the past 10 years, the DEA's been jerking off and fucking with legal chronic pain patients and opiates and fucking them up, fucking them up, while fucking networks and the press totally present fucking not reality. Now, you can't argue with data. That's the beautiful thing about data is you can't argue with it. You can't woke it away and you can't fucking crazy talented patriot podcast it away. Because data is data. And the data shows that all these fucking overdoses are not coming from fucking legal prescription pills. They're coming from fentanyl and all the shit that's getting imported. Where's the DEA been? Oh, the DEA's been fucking around with fucking legal paid patients. Why have they been doing that? Because it's called low-hanging fruit. It's the 80-20 rule. It's called the Pareto principle. In other words, they can get the most amount of return with the least amount of effort. Build that fucking bureaucracy. Build that fucking fear. Oh, God. These fucking false narratives. Wake the fuck up. Your Operation Underground Railroads with their fucking human trafficking con game they're pulling. And douchebags. Oh, yeah. One in four kids. Give me a fucking break, guys. Start looking at data and open your... See, data... That's why I'm not political. Because political clouds fucking logic in reality because you're forced to because political especially now is, is taking the place of church you've got your doctrines you've got your excommunication processes you're canceling you know you got your you got your doctrines on the other side january 6th was peaceful you fucking moron i'll, I'll say it we can politely disagree but dude that's that's that you're, you're you're trapped in delusion you're trapped in a fucking delusion Come out of it. Just look at fucking data. Join the real world. And sometimes, sometimes the truth is uncomfortable. But it's still true. And it's okay to fucking be wrong. 
And it's okay to disagree. But we have a tendency these days to not want to be around anyone that's going to challenge our fucking line of thinking. They're liberals or they're alt-right or they're this or they're that. And so how are we going to solve that problem? Well, let's just spew more of it. Let's just fucking do more of it. Let's fucking just pass off fucking posts that are fucking not fucking fact-checked and just spread our fucking diatribe, right? Why are we doing that? Are we doing that because we're really trying to communicate? Are we doing that because we want attention? I don't know. These are just fucking questions I have for what what I see. Once again, I've been away. I'm, I'm slow on the uptake from 2016 to 2019. I don't know how we got here. I really don't. I just woke up to it. So it's crazy town to me. Because I've seen fucking, I, I've seen people, friends I know on both sides of this crazy town that's going on. And I reject it. I reject it. I won't play with it. I won't be a part of your reindeer games, man. You know? Because both sides are cult mind control, folks. It's, it's, it's no different than a fucking 12-step program. It's we have the truth. We have the truth. Where'd you get your information? Did you get it from somewhere besides approved sources? Both sides do this. Can you, can you leave their line of thinking with your dignity intact? Fuck no. On the woke side, you got this fucking ridiculous cancel process, man, which is the most fucking ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Woke, wokeism is going to be the fucking end of us, man, if we don't rein that shit in. But it's just as... Look... Other side of the coin is just as fucking bad, man. I'm not letting those douchebags off the fucking hook either. You know? But both of it's cult mind control. Operate. Be amongst these fucking groups. Be a fucking quote player and try to have an alternate fucking opinion and watch fucking chaos ensue. Try to fucking say, hey, man. Try to be Galileo. Hey, I don't think the Earth's fucking center of the universe. Fuck you. I don't know. So, let's get back to weed. That's why I think weed's an important skill set to have right now. That's just my thinking, you know. Um, And that's why we have superheroes like Slider. Because sometimes, and I'll bring them out in a second. I don't know. I mean, let me look at comments, man. Maybe an Astroglide superhero is asking too much. Very good point, Kristen. Very good point. Kristen's talking about we send our boys, men, to battle. Then we throw them away when they come back with PTSD. My son's best friend died with his buddy in his arms. You don't come back healthy from that shit. No, you don't, Kristen. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm sorry that what your son's going through and that he had to go through that. Apologize. I wish there was an answer to this. Unfortunately, we do do that. We do churn, burn, cast off those that that we rely on, that we, we make these promises to. We go, if you step up, if you step up for us, if you do these things for us, man, we will we will have your back for the rest of your life. And you come back from that step up, and you see the things you did, and you're not even fucking 25 yet sometimes, right? You're a kid, and you're seeing unimaginable fucking shit. 
but that's okay because we've got this fucking contract with one another, man. You're you're out there. You're doing this for us, man. We got your back when you come back. And you come back and you got a whole host of fucking problems because you're a fucking normal human being. And normal human beings don't react well to being amongst fucking brutal inhumanity. All right? It is a normal fucking reaction to fucking not be good with that and to have your head be majorly fucked up. And we forget about these people. Ah, shit, that's just fucking Billy the fucking burnt-out vet. Or this guy. Or look at the fucking guy with the limp. Or, oh, shit, you got all this fucking blown off. We'll give you something to do meaningful with your life. Go do fucking some BB stacking. Wait a minute. Just because I'm in a wheelchair, does that mean this is the rest of my fucking life? There's more I can do. Well, we don't have the funding for that. So go stack BBs. Or, you know, hopefully there's another organization out there because somewhere along the line our fucking contract with one another and see what happens Kristen and this is from experience we have we have created a system and it was it's for with good intent all of our all of our institutions our organizations that we have created have been to serve us yet what happens when there really is problem, organizations, institutions tend, and this is what's going on right now, tend to serve themselves at the expense of the individual. So in other words, I always use this. Imagine you're at work and there's an accident. More, more often than not, one of the first comments from some douchebag in senior management is, what's our exposure? Are we liable? It's not how the person is. It's what can we do to make the person whole, Right. And I believe how we got there, how we got here, is our, our moral compass is skewed. Is because we're programmed at birth. Be a team player. You know, you're worthless without this deity. Um, the flag first. You know, these are not bad things. But when taken to their extreme, they create an environment where your natural inclination, when trouble arises, is to protect an institution first. And you see that when people talk about police. Why don't police fucking talk, you know, call out this? Because we as a society don't reward that. We as a society are programmed and reward team players. We reward getting on board with the organization. So it's, it's to me, you know, and it's, it, there's nuance in this, but it's, it's, it's got to be a mind shift to get us to where, and there's balance. There's balance in this, but, you know, the, the, our first instinct, has got to get back to protecting us, taking care of us before institutions. You see this with sexual assault cases in churches. You go, why the fuck? How, how the hell can the Catholic Church look the other way? Because the Catholic Church values themselves more than they value the parishioners because they're a large organization. That's what they do. It's no different than an IBM or an Amazon. You know? Or Mormon Church is the same way. Mormon Church has sexual fucking all kinds of fucking lawsuits and stuff. And they're doing they're not they're 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 protecting the institution. That's what they do. We created these institutions. I'm this is a shock, but we created. We created the Catholic Church. We created the Mormons. We created these things. And they were created theoretically, theoretically they were created with good intent to serve humanity. And along the lines, our moral compass got skewed. 
And it's, 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 it, like I said, this is a hearts and memes thing because, you know, to fix this takes real fucking work, not talk. And we're, we're a hearts and memes society. We don't want, we, we don't want a five-year plan. We want a fucking Twitter tweet plan. We want a dop- dopamine rush now. Anybody that tries podcasting can, can tell you, fuck, man, you go on a two-second break, you start losing people because they're not getting their constant fucking feed of dopamine rush. And it's not, it's not their fault, but that's what we've created. You, we're getting bombarded with information. Boom, 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 boom. It's, it's, it's disruptive. It is disruptive. It, it technology, things advance at such a rate right now, and it's so disruptive that, that you know, what you do for a living overnight can go away. And I don't care where you fall on that spectrum. I don't care how important you think it is what you do. It's getting AI'd away. To include writing, it's happening. Uh, there, there's little apps now. AI will help. AI apps will help fucking people write. Dude, it's, it's coming. You know, and I worked in this field and, and COVID's put it on fucking steroids. So we live in really disruptive times, man. And uh, I wouldn't want to be a kid. I would not. I mean, and I'll, I mean, I wouldn't. I'm 56. I wouldn't want to have to because I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know where to begin to fucking exist. You know, you still have some gatekeeper mentality out there and you I, I just wouldn't know where to begin. I just think it's. So my my honest you know non weed smoking advice is whatever it is that you do do, just make sure that you do creative things. You don't have to be good at it, but exercise creative thinking, because it's really the only thing that's going to fucking be able to keep you mentally nimble enough to exist in a world this disruptive. Because you know to to wake up to a world where everything you quote did now is not relevant. Well, you got to be pretty creative to fucking navigate your way through something like that, right? So that's just my thing. Anyway, let me smoke some weed. Good morning, everybody. Let's see what we got for comments. Let me see here. Let me see here. See here. All right. Fuck this hypocrisy. Our most protective sister. <coughs> <coughs> You know, it's interesting about, I'll, I'll talk about this too. I'm caught up in a situation right now. And I'm, I'm just giving things context. Believe me, I'm not bitching because I, I, I came to Colorado literally to die. I didn't come here to get a surgery. I've, I've gotten very lucky. Think the things I decided to fucking bet on actually for, worked so far. So I, uh, <laughs> so. You know, the reason why I got to wait two months is this natural backlog, right? And um, and there's people worse than me, and you know, that got, you know. And, and somebody mentioned, well, you know, isn't there a way you can, like, jump the list? And I don't want to live in a world, man, where I can jump the list. Or, you know, even even if I had, like, billions of fucking dollars to jump the list. I don't think I want to do that. I just think karma-wise that's bad. I can wait my turn. You know, I can wait my turn. But it, it's, uh, you know, it's, you know, healthcare right now, for anybody going through anything, you know, it's, it's, it's fucking really, it's unpredictable because of what's going up and down. And, natu- and I'll say this. It's easy, it's easy to get angry at one another and go, oh, it's because this, you guys don't do this, and that's why this is happening to me. I, I don't want to get involved in all that. I'm just, 
want to tell you that my surgery is backed up by two months because of the spike in people that don't have vaccines that are being hospitalized in Denver. That's why my surgery is backed up. Um, that, that's it. And, and, and that's, not a, that's not a statement of, of, of opinion. I'm just presenting a fact. The, the, the hospital availability has been dramatically limited due to fucking um, recent uptick in hospitalizations to those with corona that are not vaccinated. Um, now, there are people, you know, that I don't want to get, I'm not going to get into this discussion. I'm just presenting my situation. You know, it is, that's, that, and that's why. And so, um, but, so they got to work a different type of process, which is slower, right? <clears throat> they can't get the fucking throughput in because there's different protocols. It's all kinds of shit. And so, but I'm good with waiting my turn. And I don't think getting angry at people in the ho- in a hospital <laughs> is is healthy, right? So this is what it is. It's not why why do I feel a need to assign fault? I don't want anybody to assign fault to me in my predicament. Why would I fucking turn that around and assign fault to somebody else who's sick? And and I get back to you know, like I said, I am no fan of Glenn Beck. I find him to be despicable. I find him to be a con man. Every one of his nonprofits are grifts. The Nazarene Fund, a grift. This Operation Underground Railroad that he's partnered with, a total grift that's under fucking investigation. That Vice News fucking, that Lynn Packer blew up. They're grifts. But I don't want to see a person die, and I'm not assigning blame for him being in a hospital. We got to get out of this mindset, dude. You know, fucking, we're, we're, we're fucking yelling at one another. And, you know, if you want to change somebody's opinion, beating them over the head is not effective. Believe me, I've been in organizations that tried that. It doesn't get you anywhere. It's not effective. It, it may not feel good, right? It may not give you a sense of justice to not fucking be able to tell somebody how wrong you think they are and how they need to get with your line of thinking. But that ain't going to fucking, you want, okay, you can do that if what your goal in life is to jerk off. If your goal in life is, I want to jerk off and get nothing accomplished, then do that. But if you're trying to sway somebody or whatever, just fucking get, I, I get out of it and start listening and try to understand others' perspective. And I think if we start doing that, we'll start seeing more in line, well, most our thinking will become more in line. I'm not saying which way it'll go, but it's just there. There's my fucking hippie philosophy on the real brutal reality show. Whoops! Hey, look how high I am. I was getting ready to fucking light my teacup up. Hang on. So, want to shout out the radio parlance, Kristen Spicoli, Q Bella Doyle. Peace and love, everybody. Thank you guys for tuning into whatever this has turned into. Uh, so now <coughs> back to, uh, uh, something different, I suppose. Um, I'm doing, <coughs> I, I need to explain this for people that might run across this. I'm beginning a puppet series with, and I'm going to bring them out right now. 
with little little Joey, and I, before Pete, you start running off, Hank, Hank, just hang with me here. Let me let me find him here. It's I gotta find him because I had him set up. They're the they're the new. Okay, here they are. Just little Joey. Hi everybody, I'm little Joey. That's little Joey Biden, and little Donnie Trump. Hi everybody, and these guys. They're not political rivals. They're little kids who are best friends. And that's the puppet show. And little Joey and little Donnie are best friends, man. And I already did one as like a proof of concept. And and it little Joey is like, golly, gee, Willikers, little Donnie, you look down. And Donnie goes, gee whiz, Joey. I'm being bullied. And I just, it's not very swell. And the bully was Kim Jong-un. And instead of... Anyway, long story short, little Donnie and little Joey navigated. So this is what I'm thinking about doing, all right? I'm thinking about doing the little Donnie, little Joey puppet series, man, where they navigate through some of life's and, and pass on lessons, right? And, and, and see what happens. You know what I think will happen? If anybody watches it, somebody will fucking politicize it. I guarantee it, you know? So we'll see. We'll see, but the little Donnie, little Joey, but I thought it was fun because Kim Jong-un, there was a lesson in her because Kim Jong-un was like, hey, little Donnie, I want all your lunch money. And Donnie's like, gee whiz, Kim Jong-un, it's not very kind of you to just take from people. And little Joey says, gee whiz, Donnie, maybe instead of getting angry at Kim Jong-un, you should try to understand where he's coming from. Then little Donnie decided to try to be his friend. And Kim Jong-un, deep down, he, that's all he wanted was a friend. And that's why he was a bully. And once he started to notice that maybe Donnie wants to be his friend, well, gee whiz, they all smoked weed and lived happily ever after again, kids. That's right. <coughs> all, all of them. They all do grass, man. So little Donnie, little Donnie Trump and little Joey Biden and, and, and little Kim Jong-un smoke weed, man. And the world is a better place because of it. So I'm hoping... You know, I, what I want is I want to end every lesson with they're all smoking weed together, you know, because I want, I want to show that weed plays a role in their decision-making process. I don't know. So just something I'm thinking about. It's, this is what you do. I, it, you know, hopefully, guys, when I come back from this back surgery, I'll get back to doing, like, legitimate adult. Not, not like porn, you know, but, like, you know, orderly shows with like interviews and fucking actual like structure and and not what these are but unfortunately and I and I I know this is not everybody's cup of tea but it full confession this is I tell people and I mean this if I'm doing a live puppet show it means my fucking I'm insanely in pain you know and so um there's going to be probably a lot of these lately, and I apologize, but it's what we got to do. It's it's either that or feel sorry for myself, and that and that does feel good in the short term. Trust me, man. Especially if people will validate it. Oh yeah, you're like yeah, that's right. Feel sorry for me. That feels good, man. Right? It does. It feels good. But after a while, you're still in that fucking situation. Then that becomes real. It's like wait a minute. I felt sorry for myself. Now I'm ready to move on to the next dopamine rush. Well, you can't, dude, because this is for, for reals. That sucks, dude. That 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 realization sucks. There, there's nothing heavier, and we're all gonna get we're all gonna get here. 
But when you hear from a doctor, there's nothing we can do. And your situation's just going to continue to get worse, and you're already in hell. I mean, that's that's like heavy to process. That's like, hey, man, we're, you're, you're going to be fucking tortured to death. That's, you know, for the rest of your life, you know, you're going to fucking be tortured to death. You're going to fucking waterboard you. All right, cool. How am I going to make that work? How, how Now, how am I going to, you know, how are you going to make that work? But I think if you can find a way to make that work, there, there's something that might be able to be passed on. I have no idea what that is. But if you can somehow, if anybody can somehow get through, you know, and somehow make the prognosis, um, every day is going to get worse and you're going to get tortured to death, work. That's somebody I want to fucking have on this show and get to know. That's somebody I want to learn from because we're all going to... This is not like, oh, gee whiz, don't feel sorry. This is... All of us are going to have this. It's going to happen to all of us. It's just part of the fucking vibe. You're going to hit your turn in this vibe. And, uh, you know, when you hit your turn, man, it's, it's, it's an interesting fucking deal. You know, it's interesting, you know, but, you know, the challenge is how, how do you make that work, you know, in a way that's somewhat not destructive, you know, so it's almost like you, for me, I try to pick the things that are going to be, they're, they're all going to have fucking damage. Everything that I do right now is going to have fucking damage. I just try to peek the, the least shitty of all the shitty alternatives. That's where I'm at right now, you know. It's like, for example, I'm, I'm, I'm very close to where I'm going to be 100% bed bound. And uh, so it's like what I eat right now is like what can like be right by me. I'm, and so how I survive right now is on fucking protein bars because they're light and I don't have to get up to get them, right? And so it's uh, that's kind of where we're at. So I know, you know, coming through that, you know, that's that's the least shitty alternative. What else am I going to do? You know, um, so don't, you know, what what can fit in that? I could either eat fucking licorice, which is pretty awesome, right? And and build myself up for this surgery by eating licorice. So it's it's just weird the way you adapt. But sometimes it, you know the way you adapt is not a good thing. It's just the least shitty thing, you know. Then so <clears throat> getting back to ketamine, the thing I uh, you know. I'm, I, uh, when I did it for me, I'm trying to really gauge a good fucking frequency on this to fucking keep paying. You know, like I said, my goal eight, I just eight weeks, I'm in survival mode right now. So, um, so I, I think every other day is too much, right? Because of the brains that, but, you know, we'll see. Right now, my clip is supposed to be uh, every week, so I've got another. But <clears throat> what is today? Friday, and I'm like, 
I'm kind of wishing like, oh, fuck, man. I really wish. So I may, I may you know, I'll keep everybody posted on what the frequency works for me. Every other day doesn't. That's too much because of the fucking head zap this fucking shit does. Um, but I think every seven days may be too, too far apart for me, man. So we'll see. But all of this, I made a commitment. I had a. Mormons on mushrooms on on this podcast back when I, before I really started tanking, and this is about a year and a half ago, and uh, we talked. I've never done you know previously you know to this experience. It was fucking a really bad LSD experience at seventeen, right? But it, I knew it was something. After embracing my weedology, I knew that plant medicine was something I can probably get with you know. Despite so, I was really interested in learning this. But I made this commitment to these guys, man, that, you know, if I get well, we're going to go out there in fucking middle of Utah desert, man, and fucking get into it, dude. Just get fucking primal with it, man. Just fucking do it, man. Get just, Jesus is on mushrooms, right? He's my psychedelic savior. Satan, he's a tripping, but on this one, Jesus, he's a winning, right? Yeah, come on, man. Satan wants to get all rough and tumble. The Savior will do some peyote and he'll proceed to rumble. That's right, Jesus is on mushrooms, but that would be fun. So what I do think, what I'm trying to say is this ketamine thing has really caused me to now... When are we going to be able to fucking legally do shrooms, I guess, is kind of where I'm at now, you know? Enough's enough, because I I really think I could benefit from this, and I think a lot of people could, you know, I mean, depression alone, I I can see, you know, so, because, you know, I'm in a pretty heavy situation, right, and it it, it, it is, it has helped, and so, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm an advocate, you know, I'm not saying it can work for everybody, you know, but I'm, I'm going to try to be transparent, you know, all my fucking, trips are on the youtube thing there'll be ketamine one two three and four right now and i you know i don't i, I just put animation you get they're posted as podcasts too but if you want to trip out with some animation while you yourself shroom it while you're listening to me on the special k well i i wanted to put some fucking animation there for somebody to trip out on because i know i know what marijuana addicts are like man because i are one marijuana addicts man they if they they need some visual stimulation, dude. It it, it can't, but it's got to be a different visual stimulation. It it's very it's it's got to be subtle yet a lot. It's hard to describe. You just got to watch one of my puppet shows in the backdrops, and I think you'll get where I'm coming from. But it's got to be simple because you don't want to have a lot going on, right? But it's got to be just trippy enough where it causes you to fucking like you know, have one of those high moments where you don't, you know, you forget everything. And that's, that's what I like to encourage and what I do. And so, you know, the, for those of you that understand any semblance of what I just said, man, then you'll know, you'll know what I'm talking about. And so I think you'll find a home if you watch uh, some of these animations and stuff, you know, that I do. And, and like I said, I'm coming up with a whole new concept called Hempy Town. Because hempy 
is going to fucking Washington, dude. That's right. My little fucking animated hemp character is going to fucking be, go and be in the House of Representatives. Not to politicize shit, because now I want to travel through history and, like, just inject a little weedism, man. I did a, did a puppet show on polygamy. And, and I... It's sort of historically accurate, but I took a little liberties. But anybody curious about polygamy, man, can go to the Art of Floundering YouTube channel and you could just look for polygamy and then you'll see my live puppet show with Joseph Smith fucking smoking weed, man. Talking about, you got to be kidding me, Jesus. I only want to have sex with one woman for the rest of my life. You're telling me that I have to have sex with multiple women? There's no way. Jesus said, you better fucking do it, Joe. Or I'm going to send an angel with a fucking burning sword. Angel with a burning sword said, Joe, I mean business here. Joe goes, gee whiz, twist my arm. Okay. And so, you know, so if you want to learn about it, just go watch. And even Brigham Young shows up, dude, smoking weed. You got to, it's, it's all cool, dude. I mean, just go check it out. So I want to be able to fucking just, I love history. You know, and there's a, there's history that I'm into that's really odd. Okay, like I know a lot about Elvis, dude. I mean, and I know that's not mentally fucking healthy, but I do. I'm I'm fucking way deep into fucking early 1800s U.S. history when the burnt over district and all these fucking wild ass homespun religions were created because that was a batshit crazy time in our history. So I'm, and and so I want to be able to do some things and have some fun with that, but you know, how can I do that? But I so I'm going to have fucking Hempy or Spanky show up in time machines or Hempy will be fucking in Congress during the 1800s. Man, I'm not going to put a timeline when Hempy went. Hempy can be in house any time, man. And then he can get with helping out with the times, man, with his weed. He already helped JFK. JFK was all stressed out, pissed off during the Cuban Missile Crisis, man. He's like, I didn't want to be president in the first place. My dad put me up to this bullshit. The fuck? Hempy comes in. Oh, golly gee. Whoops. Hempy accidentally trips in his campaign bong smoke. Fucking hit JFK, man. And just then, JFK chilled the fuck out, man, and made some pretty good moves during the Cuban Missile Crisis, and we averted fucking failure thanks to Hempy, dude. And then during the drug war, Fucking Nixon was getting ready to really fucking amp it up to the next level. I think we need to have the death penalty for weed possession. That's a good idea, Mr. President. Congress is ready to move forward with it. Just then, Representative Hempy came in there. Whoops! What's that? And the fucking the the fucking Hempy's campaign bong smoke accidentally hit Tricky Dick Nixon, man. And Dick Nixon was like, "Holy shit, man! Holy shit, am I high, man? Yo, Hempy, why don't we?" Then Nixon goes, "I got an idea." What's, the, what's that, Mr. President? I've been wrong this entire time with the drug war. I'm going to create a controversy so they'll kick me out of office. I'll be disgraced, but I can help reverse this evil that I've done. That's a great idea. And that's why Watergate happened, guys. Because Dick Nixon, Watergate happened. Watergate happened because Dick Nixon fucking knew that he fucked up with the drug war, dude. And he, how he knew was because Hempy fucking got him high by accident, but he got him high. So Dick Nixon said, I can't live with myself. So I'm going to fucking create a controversy so these fuckers kick me out in disgrace. That way I can do this shit on the down low and be more effective. And then when they were dragging their ass, Dick Nixon was like, holy fuck, man. When are they going to impeach my ass? <clears throat> I guess I'll just fucking resign. Looks like I gotta do this myself, said Dick Nixon. 
fuck it. And he resigned. But, but the other thing that people don't know is right before that went down, man, Elvis came back to the White House after getting the badge, dude. He was like, hey there, Mr. President. And Dick Nickus said, dude, Elvis, look, man, we've been wrong. We got it. And Nixon laid the truth of weed, man. And for the first time in Elvis' life, he realized, man, all these fucking opiates and shit he was doing was a fucking horrible path, man. And Nixon laid out the truth of the doctrine of hemp, dude. And Elvis said, God damn it. I get, I'm going to fake my death, man, so I can fucking help you. And Dixon said, that's a good idea, but you got to wait, wait a little bit, man. It'll be too suspicious if it follows my resignation, dog. So I need you to really kind of, he goes, look, Elvis, to make it believable, you got to look like you're spinning out of control there towards the end, dude. And Elvis says, I think I can do that, dude. So Elvis started ballooning up, man, because he was like just getting fucking high and getting on the munchies. He's like, fuck it, dude. Let's get that brownies on. They're like, come on, Elvis. When are you going to get back on them fucking Percocets? I was, hey, man, I'm, I'm doing this for my country, Colonel. Colonel, why don't you get... Colonel was like, Elvis, you need to put the... Elvis, you need to put the weed down. You got a show in Vegas. Colonel, I need this. That's right. So then Elvis decided it's time, man. He faked his death so he could help Dick Nixon, man, reverse the damage of the drug war, all thanks to fucking Hempy. That's right. That's right. That's history, kids. Now, you know, look, man, you can open your eyes to it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I wish I, I don't know. That seems like a pretty cool storyline to me. Okay, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps I took liberties with some, some of history, but <clears throat> anyway. That's that. Winter Olympics are coming up. And yesterday we talked about something. There's a concept. I've, I've always had the goal, if you guys want to know the truth, is um, the things I've been working for is not like to be a podcaster or to be a fucking YouTuber. But I saw these things because of my injury as things that are, that are healthy distractions, Right. For somebody that's in my situation, I thought, how cool would it be to, to have a, a fucking thing where if there's somebody that's in my situation and you say, okay, you want to be a part of this, <clears throat> you hook them up with all the fucking bullshit. And it's about 10 to 15 grand to do this right per person, right? And so, but you hook them up. But they're a part of something. They're a part of like this 24-hour thing and the, and the content is all driven by people we cast off and we forget about. It could be somebody in my situation or uh, somebody that's an ex-con and nobody will hire because of their whatever. It's just somebody that we just ignore, right? And they just have an opportunity to do this. And, and so it's something I, that's, I'm, that's something I'm going to get with. Regardless of what, it's something that, you know, if I was physically capable, I would already be getting with. The frustrating thing is, you know, so I'm working right now at the pace of what my body will allow me to work at. But beyond that, I, and I'm, I'm really am relatively confident by summertime, things will be good. But uh, back to this. So the concept we were riffing on yesterday was weed. Just it's 24 hours of weed, right? And so one of the so if you had like the weed network, for example, whereas everything's got to be from the purpose of you know, the, the pot, right? What would be the ideal sport? And I believe, 
that you everybody needs you potheads out there especially those of you that struggle with not using it daily if you are if you are so deranged in your potaholism that you use it daily that you use marijuana that you are on the pot daily then the sport that i really think you would appreciate is fucking curling dude i am telling you get high and and not only watch curling but listen to the commentary and really just get into fucking curling i'm here to tell you i believe that cur- and if i had this fucking weed type now i would try i would try I would I would try a partnership with curling and say, look, man, and have like Friday night. You know, it could be some really awkward time that only appeals to people that are high. You just you run the metrics like, OK, uh, a typical marijuana addict is has their peak weekly high at fucking Tuesday at fucking 3 a.m. OK, that's when we'll air the live stream. Right. And be like some most normal people be like, what the fuck? You know, Tuesday at 3 a.m. Oh, you don't get it, man. You don't inject marijuana. If you inject marijuana, that's that's when I'm at my peak high. Right. And so that's when you'll fucking have this week with curling, man. People getting high and watching fucking curling with fucking commentary. Dude, I just think it would be off the chain. Yo. And so if anybody's with that, come come get with me next week. I'm going to do a pitch. I'm going to do a serious podcast. I'm going to do what's called, it's a thing I've been working on called the pitch to the venture capitalist. And I'm going to do a pitch about a project that I want to do. I'll share a little bit of it with you here. I want to take an abandoned strip bar in a town called Valley Brook, which, has, which is a shit town that nobody pays attention to. It's got three, four real low-brow fucking strip clubs, this corrupt police department. And that's about it. A crazy Baptist church. That's about it, right? But there's people that like live in Valley Brook, but they've got this strip bar that's been for sale forever, <clears throat> and I wanted to somehow get that and 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 build that as some kind of like family friendly theater. Like let's just say it's puppet theater. Like gee whiz, Chad and Karen, why don't you bring the whole fam out to Valley Brook, man, to Spanky's fucking you know community puppet theater? Chad and Karen go, golly gee whiz, man, you know, Valley Brook doesn't have the best reputation, but gee whiz, they build this as family friendly, right, so they all fucking show up, right, and then fucking hit, and they, they, they start going like, wait a minute, it smells like pot in here, right, and Chad and Karen, the whole family, what kind of puppet show is getting ready to happen, man, and then boom, there comes fucking Spanky, and right, and this descends into vulgarity and shit, right, and it's this real underground satire type shit, right, where things aren't what they see they are, but it's real punk rock and it's fucking vibe. And it doesn't have to be puppets, but it's that kind of premise. But the people that put together all this stuff are the people of Valley Brook. It's their ideas, their writing, they're the ones performing, they're the ones doing the animations, all the weird shit to do this underground statement. It serves multiple purposes, but one of the things perhaps you can serve in the art that you present in your satire is how much people have been missing by not fucking looking at Valley Brook other than a place to go take a shit at. Because getting back to what I talked about originally, man, all of us matter if you think about all the people that are helping me indirectly and directly. Bunch of them live in the Valley Brooks of our world, the communities we fucking ignore. Ah, fuck you, man. I'm too busy. I'm in my suburban dream. So I just think I'm going to put together a pitch, but I just think doing something like that, it's not not a financial fucking investment. This is, I don't want, I don't want a douchebag. 
That's the other thing. The type of fucking investor I want is I want somebody that's failed miserably as a human being and knows that fucking pain. Knows the pain of fucking going, fuck, I've been so wrong. God, I've got a lot to atone for and, and legitimately wants to atone by not by not writing a check but but being actively fucking involved in a real part. So that's, I, I'll, I'll, but anyway. So that's, I want to do that my back being able to work, it would already be done. You know, so we'll see. I'm excited because I, I, I will say this. I'm really afraid of, you see, right now I have to, I have to spend a, a great portion of my day being insane in my thought process to be able to survive right now. And I recognize this. Now, when that is removed and I don't have to indulge in insanity, I don't want to be either or. There is no fucking way I will ever go back to the type of person or the type of life I had before this accident. The fucking pain and lessons that I've had to experience. It's just, there's no fucking way. This has been, this is no fucking way. But figuring out how to live in the world when all you know is how to be an asshole, that's all I know. That's all, that was what was rewarded. What was rewarded back in my day was being an asshole, being a taker. Being someone that breaks down, destroys. That was what was rewarded. An alpha, all this bullshit. That, that is an asshole. And I, you know, the accident was the accident. But all the ancillary stuff, all the, all the things that I so-called lost were all due to me being an asshole, not the accident. Right? So... I don't have any experience in how to function in the world as a decent human being. And so, like I said, I think it's going to take more people to fucking help me figure that out. Then, then, but like, that's a Cadillac problem. And that's, that's, I'm, I'm not going to indulge the thought process anymore because it's not healthy. Because it's like, uh, we haven't even been there. We haven't even had the surgery yet. So let's just fucking back down to fucking bullshit. I can't take my head there. What we can do is this. We're going to put the call out. We're doing a musical here. Before. In the next two months. Anybody out there. Wants to sing a song. Send a message to me on Twitter. Wants to say. Has, has a song they want to be on it. Send. Realize. Up front. That the musical will be filthy. The humor will be sophomore. And it will be offensive to most normal people. And probably in the end before 20 slant, be a little bit biased. I would admit that I might be, okay, look, I might be a little bit biased. There might be a little... 420 friendly bias to whatever we do. But if it's something you're into, man, 
If you got a song, you know a band. Tell you right now. Don't look at the puppet shows as some fucking old fucking dude doing puppet shows. Look at them as a proof of concept of what a badass fucking way. If I was a fucking independent punk band, I don't know why they haven't contacted me right now. With I've got four fucking songs. What a fucking badass way to promote fucking some different music. Some people are out there grinding to have great fucking art and they can't get it fucking noticed. You know? There's other, I mean, somebody that's a great artist, great musician, man, I don't want them to have to have a day job. I, we need them. Artists are, are fucking truth tellers, man. They speak truth to power, right? We need that. We need, and so whether or not you agree with some artists and stuff like that, they have the ability to speak truth to power in an era where that's becoming a fucking anachronism. So we need artists, man. I believe this. This is not, oh, I'm a hippie. We need them. Art is fucking really important. So um, I'd like to be able to contribute to ideas, ways that they can make some bread, so to speak, or whatever, but are unconventional. So come, come, garage band, independent band that's been grinding. You've got, come bring your five or so original songs, man. We'll do a puppet show out of it that will be 420 friendly, unfortunately. And probably fucking, you know, truthfully, artistically, if I were to say, I'm just trying to point out how fucked up the system programming is in anything I do. So it'll have that kind of slant. Along with porn. Like Santa Claus. Breaking out that candy cane for Mrs. Claus, man. I'm pretty proud of that. See, it, it, most of my puppet porn has been d done with puppets. Now, I've made a shift to animation because the physicality of puppets has become too hard for me to do at that rate. So, um, I'm so what, the point I'm trying to make is I'm experimenting. I'm, I'm doing a deep dive into the art of animated lovemaking. Pup, uh, you know, so... Uh, sexy time animation sequences, dude. My first foray was Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. They were blowing grass, and Mrs. Claus said, Look, man, Christmas is over. It's about time for you to get to work. Mr. Claus said, Hey, now. He was back in, in Santa and Mrs. Claus's crib, dude. Santa broke out his candy cane. Mrs. Claus says, Hey, can I, can I have some? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm 56 years old, man. I'm doing a fucking animated love scene with Mrs. Claus and Santa Claus getting high. And I'm thinking, this is the very picture of fucking insane. The fuck, dude? Oh, my God. Anyway, that's what it is. Radio Parlez, Spicoli, Cubella, peace and love, man. Peace and love. I think, um, I don't know what I think. I'm, I'm just, you know, there's, what am I... I'm not going to lie to you, I ain't thinking about shit right now. There was something I thought I was supposed to do today, and I have a feeling uh, I'm not doing it. But I don't know what it was, though. So it must not be that important, you know. But I, I just got this weird feeling I'm supposed to be doing something today. But um, I think I'm going to dedicate this afternoon into puppets. What else are I going to say, man? Boom, let me look at something. Omegle. 
Ah, so Spicoli wants a Magel. Okay, let's do a Magel. We only have, a, you know, remember, they're going to kick me off here, but we maybe, we'll, maybe we'll do an afternoon Omegal show too. This is a taste. This is a taste of things to come, man. All right, Omegal, you guys know what it is, but if anybody actually stumbles on this, Omegal is a ridiculous, filthy app. Oh, shit. That's right. And, and you know who's going to be? If you're watching on the stream, don't get mad at me. Because I I can't have these guys like you know so hang on I got to set this up. <sighs> Bear with me, guys. Boom. Now I've got to block the screen, and a lot of these people are going to be jerking off. So what what they're going to see Astro Glide while they're jerking off? Okay. This they're going to I mean Slider, the animated Astro Glide guy. Hey, what are you kids doing? So hang on, here we go. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? All right, here we go. Make sure, okay, I've got it where you guys can hear. Okay, here we go. We're in. We're in, kids. We're going into Omegle right now. Hey. Huh. What's wrong? Don't you like Slider? Hey, man, I'm Slider. Why are you jerking off, dude? Hang on, here we go. Hey, why are you in the dark room? They're running from Slider. Hey, man. Guys, so, so far, man, the target Slider is definitely... Uh, hey, man. What are you doing? How's it going, man? Man. <laughs> Here we go. Back to the Weirdoville again. Hey, is there something wrong with your electricity? This is Slider. I'm a superhero. I might be able to help. Hey, dude. Uh-oh, Slider's going to Uh-oh, Slider's going to shoot his goo. Okay. <laughs> I was getting ready to Slider was getting ready to use his superpower. All right. Okay. We'll we'll, we'll come back to this, man. I apologize. We'll come back to Megal in a second. Slider I for, uh, let me just describe for those of you that are watching uh you're you're looking and for those of you listening this is a new superhero character for the Art of Flounder and Podcast Slider Hi kids it's me Slider for those of you that don't have the advantage of the visual Slider is an animated Astro Glide gel tube That's right that's right and Slider's superpower is watch kids he's going to shoot the goo Watch, he uses it to take off as his propulsion system. Where, where, where does, where'd you go, Slider? Hold, hold on. There he is. Look at, look at Slider flying, man. He can fly. He hovers. So he shoots the goo. But if there's problems, he can attack with it. Check it out. <laughs> I know money if you guys can't see this, but I'll describe what, what's happening. Imagine an animated tube of astroglide rotating over and then out the bottom a purplish goo comes shooting out in a machine gun pattern that is astroglide you got you get away bad person <laughs> i'll grease the skin super duper peachy king kid anyway that's our new superhero man slider <laughs> oh god where am i going with this anyway i don't know i is is slider too much, guys? Uh, what do you guys think, man? Maybe slider's too much. I don't know. But anyway, 
I'm I'm gonna um I'm gonna work with Slider on something today. I just haven't figured out how I want to introduce Slider. I'll bring him back out though, cause it is he is cute. Hey Slider, you want to come talk to the kids? Hold up, I had him in goose shooting mode. All right, here he is. Hi kids, it's your good pal Slider, reminding each and every one of you. To stay off the 420, that's not peachy keen. Gee, golly, gosh, that's right. Slider's on an anti-420 crusade with super-duper peachy keen kid. Don't worry, man. Don't worry, all, all you potheads. All of my characters eventually fall prey to the fucking marijuana lie. Super-duper peachy keen kid is no fucking exception. Because right now, he may be on some kind of fucking goody two-shoes fucking thing but deep down super duper peachy keen kid is super duper high and it's peachy keen kids that's right kids i've fallen now that sliders fucking come to the scene i no longer do my homework (laughs) sliders a bad influence man whatever you do hey superheroes whatever you do don't partner with slider he's gonna tell you whatever it is you want to hear man he's just trying to be all greasy and stuff (laughs) slider he's a greasy superhero dog hey slider man i think he might be my friend slider i believe whatever you're thinking is correct man gee whiz you know what maybe i will partner with slider man and super duper peachy keen kid Went from fucking, that's right, kids, you don't have to blow grass in order to fly high. He went from that to, holy shit, man, I'm going through marijuana withdrawals. And it's not peachy keen, kids. (laughs) Slider. Uh-oh, peachy keen, kid. Now that you're really fucking high, I hope Slider doesn't do anything nefarious. Ah, now that you are hallucinating on marijuana, I will get you with my fucking petroleum goo. Ah, Slider, I can... Ah. Slider, what are you doing to Super Duper Beachy Key, kid? <laughs> oh my god, kids. Super duper peachy keen kids getting fucking inundated with sliders goo. Let me do a better angle so you can see the visual. See, look at that. Sliders bukkakeing fucking super duper peachy keen kid. Oh no. Hold on. I got to get a better recording of this. Hold on. That's right, super duper peachy keen kid. Have a taste of this, why don't you? Oh my gosh. That's not peachy keen. All right. I don't know, guys. I think there's something to this. If there isn't, feel free to tell me I'm fucking crazy, dude. I... Oh, okay, cool. You like Slider? Okay, cool. I'm good. I think Slider. <laughs> Watch him take off, man. Hold on. I I I'm gonna I'll, I'll talk you through these animations. I'm gonna here I'm gonna do it over here, so I'm not on screen and we could just focus on Slider and and okay. So here's Slider, dun dun dun. That's Slider shooting the goo. We've seen that. Hang on. Take that. That's like, take that superhero poser. All right, see that Slider. Okay, now this is him. Fl- this is him hovering, dude. 
That's right. I'm Slider, man. The anti-superhero. All right. He's so greasy. This is him just taking off and go. That's right, kids. He's taking off with his fucking superpower petroleum jelly, dude. Superpower petroleum jelly induced propulsion system. All you physicists out there know exactly what I'm talking about, man. Sliders trapped the power of the petroleum jelly, dude. And there he is, Slider. Coming soon. That's right, kids. It's me, Slider. Golly gee gosh. And super duper peachy keen kid thought Slider was peachy keen, didn't he? He certainly did. Golly gosh, Slider, let's go fight crime. Oh, sure, whatever you say, super duper peachy keen kid. And super duper peachy keen kid thought he had some backup. And just th- just then, that's right, bad guy. You got to answer to super duper peachy keen kid. And Slider, hold on, and Slider. Boom, that's right, you'll have to answer to me too. Gee whiz, Slider, we're getting ready to do a major marijuana bust. Thanks to you and Super Duper Peachy King Kid, this is gonna be there's gonna be records of fucking numbers of marijuana off the streets. Just then Slider said, Take that, Super Duper Peachy King Kid. Oh my god, what is that, Slider? That's my attack goo. You <laughs> That's right. Then Slider fucking does this to Super Duper Peachy King Kid. Hold on. Super Duper Peachy King Kid, what's happening, man? Hold on. Super Duper Peachy King Kid, getting sliders, getting them on the fucking goo. Hold on, hold on. I'm right, right there, Spicoli. Okay, go ahead, Spicoli. Call back in. I was trying to do the fucking guys. Like, all right. Super Duper Peachy King Kid, go ahead, Spicoli. Call in, man. It's okay. Boom. While Spicoli's calling in, slider, fucking. Inundate super duper peachy king kid with his evil petroleum goo drat drat I think I might have been bested this time said super duper peachy king kid <laughs> I think it's slider oh god slider you're slaying me dude you're fucking slaying me alright I'll have him shooting the goo while he talks man he's just letting you know if you if you watch the visual Hey, there's Slider. Yeah, man. The Ballad of Slider. Let's see if we can do it. Hey, there's Slider. What you gonna do? Are you gonna... Grease your way around this time. I'm not feeling that. I'm not feel. Well, we may not have enough time. I might not be high enough to be able to do this tonight, today. Probably because I feel like I'm out of tune. Well, kids. Hope you enjoyed meeting Slider and enjoyed our show today. Seriously, I gotta stop this because I'm I'm trying to I'm too focused on the time, not focusing on playing. Um, anyway, guys, this has been the Art of Floundering podcast. We are approaching our bewitching hour for Podbean. I don't know what I have to do, what what metric they're looking for, but whatever it is, I've fallen woefully short because I'm limited on the the amount of time I could live stream. 
which is two hours before having to start something new which is probably good man because I'm feeling puppets right now I really am I am feeling I don't know yet but I feel like we need to tell Slider's story how he got to hate do-gooders man that's right fucking do-gooders what's that you say slider all my life man there was do-gooders fuck them boy slider looks like you got a grudge why don't you uh, go grease the skids Ha 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 ha, Slider. That's what I'm talking about, man. No one takes me seriously. They don't look at me as a real superhero, man. Just some kind of fringe, freaky kind of thing. But that's not me, man. I'll show them. I'll show everyone. Slider? Yes, Mom? Are you going to come up from the basement soon? No one likes me. Yeah, yeah. I think I got Slider's fucking narrative down, dog. I see Slider is being is carrying a suit. Yeah, yeah, Slider. We're gonna tell your story. Do 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 you kids think? Do you kids think we need to hear Slider's story? Huh? Do you think we do? Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, good. All right. So, I think what... I don't know, man. I need to work... Here's the deal. I'm just going to go with the energy, right? So, I, I can't promise this because what's weird is there's a setup process I got to do. But I really want to tell Slider's story. How he got from A to B. And I think the best way to do that, the most efficient way to do it, is to do it as a live stream instead of fucking... And then I'll edit what I do on the live stream down, but I'm going to just do it on the live stream because I have a tendency to work quicker if something's live, right? I can produce something very quick because I'm not like trying to make things too fucking perfect. And I really want to get Slider's story out because right now I'm really motivated to tell this story. Only crazy lady, we have a new superhero... That we're going to introduce this afternoon. It's Slider. The animated Astroglide tube. All my life, man. People have just not taken me seriously. Well, Slider, you are a little different. I'll show them. I'll show everybody. All right, kids. So if you want to see the Slider story, hit those little fucking reminder bullshit fucking things. Because my intention is to go live with the Slider story in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Nooner with slider until then guys hey thanks so much man we kind of were all over the place right this podcast was really kind of fucking esoteric in the beginning and then we kind of shifted to fucking another plane of getting high and then now this plane it was a two-hour high and i want to thank you guys for being a part of that and being a part of my morning high and thought experience maybe that will be the concept of the future morning shows is let's just get high and see where that goes right until then now that I am high, let's let's create art together this afternoon, man. We're going to tell Slider's story. Until then, 
from Parts Unknown, Colorado. This is Will Dick with the Art of Honor Podcast. Wishing each and every one of you peace and love. Fuck peace and love. Oh, fucking Slider. Gosh darn it, Slider. What did I tell you? Oh, no. Cliffhanger. Slider's coming after me, kids, with the magic goo. Oh, no. That's right. For those of you watching on the stream, man, I'll give you a treat. Don't do it, Slider. Whatever you do, don't do it. I'll show you, Will Dick. I've just had about enough of you. Right here. No, Slider. Oh, oh, Slider. Oh, what are you doing? You promised. I'll show you, Will Dick. You promised, Slider. And those fucking Slider fucking got me. Boom. All right, guys. Peace and love. From Parts Unknown. This is the Art of Floundering Podcast. Wishing you nothing but peace and love. <laughs>